Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Happy Daylight Savings unto all. I think, I mean, not to be like an annoying person, but I think, I think we actually switched back to standard time. Is that true? Start the year at standard time. Yeah. January. Wait. Okay. The year year starts in standard time. Okay. Daylight saving time is between March and November. So now we are in standard time. That's what I said. But you said you said something about January. The year starts in January. I the know. The time that we are in, in January. Right. Is standard time. Yeah, but. So we don't change the clocks again yes, until March. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. What is so that? So between after? now and March is standard time. Yes, I know. Why are you yelling at me? I'm just saying how you remember it is the start of the year. Okay, you didn't say this is how you remember it. That's not how, what you said. You just said I said yes because the year starts in January. That right. is standard time. Okay, but like you didn't you didn't introduce that as It's not a mnemonic device. It's just a fact. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, look, if anyone else out there was confused, I apologize. <laughs> it's just like okay, but we're not talking about January right now. We're talking about today okay stalactites are the ones that come from the ceiling okay because you hang on tight oh you see that's how I you like remember that. okay I like that. good. that's good anyway we're in standard time henry woke up at 4 30 henry woke me up at 4 30 i went to sleep at two two o'clock right was it real two o'clock? So I probably went to sleep at one. Yeah, whatever. Three hours sleep, maybe. Maybe. I know when he came out, I was on the floor. <laughs> so I was not having a great sleep uh, time. Yeah. So I've been not sleeping well. Uh, and yeah, I've been like dozing off rando times in the middle of the day hmm. i don't want to yawn right now i don't in case you're listening and you're triggered by a yawn i don't want to do that so well thank you for uh push on everybody <laughs> it's just an hour okay get over it god guys wow it's fine everything's gonna be fine wow anyway good to be here thanks for having us so, Dory, what else happened this week? Well, Matt, we went trick-or-treating. How was that? Did you have a good time? I I did. I mean, you were there. I know, but it's, I'm interviewing you about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did have a good time. That's great. It was very, it was very cute because we, like last year, we sort of did like a... I would call it a half-hearted trick-or-treating. We stayed local. We stayed very local. We just went to a few houses on the next block. And, like, honestly, Henry was satisfied with that. Totally. This year, he was, like, much more cognizant of Halloween. He's been talking about it. We went over to one of his friend's houses who lives in, like, a more Halloween-y neighborhood a few minutes away from us. Secret code for bigger houses with better candy. And like real Halloween decorations, like the whole thing. Um, And so there was a group of us, a few kids, like a few kids from his class and then a couple other older kids that were like the parents were friends with the the mom who was hosting. The ringleader. The ringleader. And Henry had a blast and I had a blast just like watching him have a blast. Like he loved uh, like running up to the doors and like it was really interesting the sheer variety of homes that were available to him people that were uh, over participating people mm. that were under participating mm-hmm. old ladies who came out and said I don't have any candy I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> really just the, it was just it was terrific we taught him that. It's usually, a, 
you know, it's usually safe to say that someone is open for trick-or-treaters when their porch light is on and they have Halloween decorations. That's not a usually. That is a that is a fact. And if you are someone who has any of those things happening and you're not giving out candy, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, it's a I fact. Think, I think most people were kind of aware of the code. Yes. Like, the houses that, that were dark... Yes. We're clearly not open to trick-or-treaters. The one house that was confusing was a house that had a ring video doorbell, but when you rang it, it then played a recording, and it looked like it was totally open for business. It played a spooky recording. Yes. And then, like, it was like, I, I didn't hear it. I couldn't tell what the recording actually said, because I wasn't, I was standing on the sidewalk. But... uh that house, I'm like, well, what's going on there? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it was weird. They had decorations. Their light was on. It was just, it was very strange. Did we miss it? Is there some sort of secret code that we could have had candy coming out or what? I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, Henry was great. Uh, he had a good time being bluey. Um, I dressed up as chili. Kept it on the whole time. He did. And the, like and the, the little hat, the, the, hel- hat. the little, little helmet hat. The head covering thing. It's like a, it's like a football helmet from the 1930s, you know, those yeah. leather <laughs> totally. helmets. Um, yeah, and he just uh, he seemed to have a good time. It was he was getting really anxious, really wanted to get out there. We started before everybody else. We were waiting on one kid who was running late, and then met back up with uh, everybody once the child in question showed up yeah don't want to name Um, any names but come on um and then he had half a lollipop and three m&ms and threw up everything and and i think that's sort of like i don't want to say like ruined candy for him but he was markedly less interested in candy after that. Yes, he had some this morning for like what I would describe as fifth breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. he's like at four thirty, four forty-five. I was like, but I'm not gonna go near the kitchen until about five fifteen. Okay. And then he f- waited until five fifteen. Then I had to go make him raisin toast. You know, your classic. You know, he and I actually had a conversation about how he needs to eat more when he eats. What do you mean? Like, he eats like, he like grazes. Yeah. And then, and then he says he's hungry like 45 minutes later. Yeah. And it's like, just eat more and then you won't be hungry every five seconds. When was this discussion? Um, in the car when we were coming back from the park. Oh, okay. So that hadn't affected him yet. Correct. So his, but he like, but that's the thing though. He ate like all the two pieces of raisin toast. Then I made him a full egg English muffin egg sandwich. He ate that whole thing. Then he was you know, hungry. This is like, interesting though, because last week we were noting that he wasn't eating a lot. He was like barely touching his snack, barely touching his lunch, like kind of like not really eating dinner. Like he just wasn't hungry. And it's like now all of a sudden he's hungry. So like, I don't know. Little kids are weird. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, I It's it's just like, it's so. I, I, you can't send him to the kitchen. Yeah. Because he's just old enough to be annoying. And just young enough to not be able to bake any toast on his own. Mm, that's true. So it's like you're just you're just stuck, and then you're like, is there are there any bars or anything you can go that are that are Henry height that you could get right now? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, go look, and he goes and looks. He goes, no, I don't want any of this. So anyway, yeah. So that night on Halloween night, he threw up every like every like. His lunch was there. I was seeing it all. Cleaned it all up. Uh, he was good about it, though. He only, you know, he, just, he hit the trash can and then, and then the floor, and then the not floor, carpet, not not the rug, 
Yeah. So all I had to do was get some nice uh, <sighs> wood cleaner after yeah. I cleaned everything up. Some little, little sanitation happening. Mm-hmm. I've become really good at cleaning up children's throw up. You're like a biohazard team. Yeah, you know I am. I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen some stuff in my day, you know, yep. so it's like mm-hmm. not Vom is like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you anyway. do it, you do it fast. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I gotta get this done now. Cause if I don't get it done now, then it will have a chance to stink. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. That's one of my hard and fast rules. Of children's throw up, immediate cleanup. I mean, I think with, with as many chemicals as I could get. How my hands like on. how could you not want to clean it up right away? I don't even want to like make sure the kid's okay. I want to clean up first. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we should take a break and hear uh, from we some will listeners in a minute. Oh, okay. Just want to let everybody know. If you have a PlayStation 5, the RoboCop game is better than it should be. Oh. Okay, How good should welcome. it be? Like, it should be like a like a weird not, you know, like one of these like weird movie tie-in games that aren't that good, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is like weirdly a very... So it's an IP that they resurrected, and the big thing is they got Peter Weller to read to be RoboCop again. Oh, yeah, and he's and he does a great job. Of course, he does. He's Peter <laughs> Weller, but so if you're like if you're on the fence about it, I would say if you like a first person shooter and you're on the fence about it and you enjoyed the movie RoboCop, get it. Thank you. That's my video game corner. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Um, actually, before we take a break, let's just remind everyone that they can email us at Matt at gmail or mattanddory at gmail. You can also call us at 413-461-BABY. You can also text us at 413-461-BABY. Our Patreon is at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. We are recapping Great British Bake Off um, every week. We still have to record that. We still have to record that, but it, it usually, it comes out by Monday. Story the episode airs me. on she's Friday. Like, she's like, let's watch Bake Off. You know, she comes home from a little little gathering last night. She's like, let's watch Bake Off. I'm like, look at the clock, and I'm like, oh, it's 9.13. I'm like, all right, you sure? She's like, yeah. And then, like, you know, throughout the episode, I say the first two-thirds of the episode, she kept looking over and be like, is he sleeping? Is he sleeping? And then I'm talking during the showstopper, and she's not acknowledging anything I'm saying. Guess who fell asleep? Yeah, that's right. Dory. Uh, look. And then I was like, guess we're not recording, huh? You really thought we were going to record after that? I was, I was ready to do it, even wow. though I was falling asleep, too. I don't know that I've watched an episode of Bake Off without being super sleepy on a couch. Mm. It also is like a quiet enough show that it like lulls you into like Yes, it does lull yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. Recap. We're gonna, we're gonna take yeah, recap coming, patreon.com slash eggs and adventure, and we will be right back. Botanical week. Who'd have thunk it? What a waste of our time. <laughs> Tune in to find out what we thought of the episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, 
and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back, everybody. Hello. We've got a lot of news in that we'll consider each email news. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Last week or a couple weeks ago, we heard from a listener named Bonnie who said um, that she needed help with her attitude about her two-year-old's tantrums. And she was looking for tips and mantras for reframing this experience to improve my attitude. And we got a follow-up from her this week. All right, let's hear it. Dear Matt and Dory, hi, I'm the letter writer who is seeking help dealing with her toddler's tantrums. When I heard your response, I almost fell out of my chair laughing. You are correct in your observations. I do have anxiety. In fact, I have all the anxiety and have since I was little. Did I realize my anxiety was driving this after dealing with it as an issue for so many years? No, of course not. What would be the fun in that? I currently am in therapy and on SSRIs and have been for years for both, and it's changed my life. I've made some great strides in handling my anxiety and I'm really proud of what I've worked through so I can happily love my life, such as going through IVF. I don't know if she means love my life or live my life, but either way. But anxiety... Eat, eat pray, love, baby. <laughs> anxiety can be a sneaky asshole and will find a way to come back inside. And sometimes it feels like whack-a-mole dealing with it. I did talk with my therapist after realizing all this, and she helpfully pointed out that intense anxiety can often be hidden in parenting issues. Because making the right parenting decisions can seem so important. And as a parent, you're so caught up in it that you don't see that your fear and anxiety is driving you. And that this isn't about making a better parenting choice. It's about reacting to slash feeding that anxiety. Matt and Dory, I really appreciate your kindness and compassion in your response. You were correct that I was also feeling down on myself. I felt guilty that I wasn't enjoying time with my tantrumy toddler. I am now trying to give myself grace and reminding myself that this stage will pass and I can love my child, but not love this stage. I hope my cautionary tale helps any fellow listeners who are going through the parenting anxiety minds too. love to you both. And thank you for continuing this podcast. Thank you for writing in and letting us know that we're really good 
at diagnosing people <laughs> over a podcast email. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that this like I'm glad that this like helped set off some light bulbs or or made some light bulbs go off or whatever you want to call it for you um, and that you were able to kind of like make these connections and talk to your therapist about it and I'm happy about that. Um. Yeah, but you know, and this is for everybody, really. Don't if you're not having the best time with a cranky child. Don't worry about it. It's not, you know, not every second of it is going to be super enjoyable. Mm. That's the truth. Um, all right. We are going to hear a voicemail now. Okay. Let's get that going. Um, we're starting to try for um, science baby number two, and I went in for a sonogram uh, last week, and the woman saw what she thought might be a polyp, um, and I got scheduled for a hysteroscopy, um, which happened yesterday, so it happened very quickly, um, and I think I just, I barely reacted to the news and this, the fact that I was going to have this, you know, outpatient surgery and go under anesthesia because I've, I think, been listening to this podcast for so long and just have heard so many different stories and versions, and I feel really well educated about kind of all the bumps in the road you can come across when you're trying to do IVF and making our families. Um, so yeah, I had like a very non-reaction to it. My husband was like, aren't you freaking out? And I was like, no, I know from listening to Matt and Dory that it's very normal for polyps to, uh, to happen. Sorry, that's fine. Kid, the kid gets number it. one in the background. Um, and then when she went in there, you know, she said she not, she didn't find just one polyp. She found a ton of polyps and she pretty much scraped out the entire inside of my uterus. Um, and I just kept thinking like the silver lining of some of this IVF stuff is you have all this I don't know, additional knowledge about your body that if I weren't uh, having to use science to conceive, maybe I would never know about all of these polyps in my body. And of course. Maybe they'd grow and do something crazy. I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you for all of the education and community you've made. Um, it's really just, it's helped so much of this process. Um, and also just Dory, my sister was here for her Boston College 20th year reunion and I went through Brookline for the first time and oh mm. my goodness, it is so cute. Uh, and I thought of you the entire time. What a beautiful <laughs> place to grow up. Um, yeah. So thank you all so much. And Matt, I did eat a Boston College, um, hot dog inside of the stadium and it was okay. Yeah, sure. Um, and BC, yeah. got to go to the first football game. They're going to be all beef. It's Anyways, fine. love y'all. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, how do you feel about being the face of Brookline? <laughs> I you mean, know? me and Michael's Mike, older sister. <laughs> Michael's, <laughs> Mike's. I think. I think they called him Mike. Sure. That was pre-sugar. Yeah. People are very confused as to what we're talking about. But. Yep. <laughs> Should we tell them? Uh, Dory's brother's nickname is Sugar. This is true. From college. Yeah. I assume. I've never heard his wife address him as anything but Sugar. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Also, uh, her entire family. Yes. And then uh, I feel like. Robbie says Michael all the time. So I've really never even heard of him addressed as Mike. Yeah, no, no one really calls him Mike. I think yeah. maybe people at work I might call him Mike. I wonder what he prefers. He probably would just prefer sugar. Probably. <laughs> but anyway, like, this we were talking about um the reference to Dory's little brother was uh, is my, it on YouTube? It is on YouTube. My brother found they've like digitized the Brookline Access Cable broadcast. Oh, do of, you ever do you remember the time code? I'll just play it. Um I feel like it was like one thirty, maybe. The what Brookline year was this? Uh I think it was eighty nine or nine no, it could no. No, no, no. no it had to be later. It was ninety two, ninety three, ninety two or ninety three. Uh, uh, they digitized the little Brookline Little League All Star Game broadcast. Ah, uh, yes. 
from Brookline Access Cable that was uh, an, the announcers were two guys. Uh, so let's see, from, we have a 92. I think, was, 92? I think it was 92. Let's see. Is this familiar sounding to you? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Brookline Youth Baseball. <laughs> Also, the the broadcast ha- still all has all the old ads in it, and they're all for like, like they're the, a lot of them are like anti drunk driving ads. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> it's a big like, it's a big time of year, a big time of our lives for dare and not drinking and driving. Yeah, that's true. Did I nail it? Getting right over that one, uh, cut up. Now up the big man, Billy Goldman. Do you know where in the order he is after Billy Goldman? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Sorry. And you don't remember the time code, huh? I thought it was like 130, 42, maybe something like that. Why? Oh, I don't so know why. He, he got in. He got in late. That's sticking in my head. He got in late in the game, everybody. Have to get one and go over. I'd. I'm even at one. Count even at one. Do you, do you see him? Do you see any sign of Mike? Unable to get Walsh out. I, 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 Three. National League. Trouble right now. He was in. He was on the American on the League. <laughs> so ridiculous. I, I I don't know. Someone's got to tell me where Michael is. Um. So let me see if I can find it. He was on the na- American League. You said. Yeah, I think he. I think. I think he was. Oh wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. Uh, one forty-two, forty-two. Gotcha. Thank you. I found the text. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the announcers were two guys from Brooklyn High. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Years of. That's a lot of baseball for these kids to be playing. It is, but there are so many players, and they're all the best. Wow, that is a shot. That's not Michael. That's not Michael. <laughs> Bases, one runner's in. Carton will score. Jonah Lee's into second, standing up with a double. Once again, Uh, excitement is the only word over here on the American League, which is why we're yelling. (laughs) Amazing bash by Jonah Lee as you stand him laughing there on second base. As you see him laughing there on second base, right out to the fence in a matter of no time. We're ready for a new batter. This is Mike Schaffrier. Dory's little brother. <laughs> Trying to keep the Oriole connection going. Oh, he's really swung. Mike is an excellent, excellent defensive player. Fine catcher. As well as a fine infielder. He's in right field right now. Is that Abishai? I haven't seen him play in the outfield this season. He's taking two strikes here. Wayne looking to battle back. And after the pass ball, there were runners on second and third. Maybe they should have walked Jonah Lee. Maybe Barbara Ward had the right idea. Shafrier goes oh, down so swinging. Wayne has, has struck out his second batter of the inning. That was one of the quickest at bats of the game. Wayne <laughs> <laughs> really looked like he was a little angry after that double and was uh, looking to get quick revenge. He's still a champ, though. He is Dory's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. I don't know Dory, but but you tried to be friends with her anyway. Why, why not? Dan, the story I... of your life, Kyle. She came over and talked to me, and you sat there. <laughs> but here's Josh Friedman. Of- Oh, she came. You came over and talked to him. I talked to he, Dan, and who he just I, sat there. Who I knew somehow, and Kyle, who was a year older. So Dan was a year older than me, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Kyle was a year older than him. So like, I think mm-hmm. I was a freshman or a sophomore. I must have been a. I, I must have been a freshman. So there you go. If you want to, anyway, and if you want to so, watch the quickest bat of the night. <laughs> And watch that was, Michael that was a be, brutal. That was a brutal comment by Kyle Payne. <laughs> be behind. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, the he, the kid was throwing gas. Like the kid was throwing. Like your brother's swings were so late. Oh. That kid was that kid was angry. They were right. He was angry after giving up the double. You know? Yeah, he was pissed. He was pissed, and he took it out on Mike Shafrier. He sure did. Dory's little brother. <laughs> Dory's little brother. All right, so that's a little taste of Brookline in New England for you all. (laughs) Uh, From 21 years ago. (laughs) 31. 31. 31 years ago. (laughs) 21 years ago? Jeez. That would be be 21 years ago in 2002. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Wow. The 90s was so long ago. Yeah. So, Dory's very old. And, I'm very uh, old. Michael's pretty old. Michael's older than you. Michael's old. Yeah, I said pretty old. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to take another little break. Wow. Already? Yep. Already. Content here that we're just throwing out the window. All this baseball content from Brookline from 30 years ago. You know, that's only part one. That like two hour video on YouTube is only part one of the game. The end of the the end of that YouTube video, which again is two hours long, is only the fifth inning. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it got dark. <laughs> it's just like Yeah, the lights are on. It's just like the longest game of all time. <laughs> I've played I've played wiffle ball on that exact field. Oh. In college. It's very funny to me. Oh, well, it's right by uh, Brookline High. Mm. My alma mater. Well, you and Theo Epstein. Yeah. And Conan. And John Hodgman. And. Let's Alan see. Alda. Alan Alda. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Scientific American <laughs> Frontier, Alan Alda. I love Alan Alda. All right. Anyway, we'll be right back. Wait, no, not Alan Alda. <laughs> you sure? Alan Rakens. Rations? The LA, the, uh, How would that... the LA law guy. Oh, okay. So less exciting than Alan Less Alda. exciting. But I always right. get them confused. All right. Well, uh, now we'll anyway. take a break. All right, now we'll take a break. 81? Yes, he was on That's L.A. Crazy. Law. At that time, he was on L.A. Law. He was in 171 episodes of L.A. Law. Good for him. <laughs> um. All right. We have another text. Get thee to Aldi today. It's Advent calendar day, and this year has bluey. We're not big drinkers, but go for the wine and or faux Bailey's one every year, plus all kinds of Lego varieties for Matt. The real challenge is splitting the dog one among seven greedy chihuahuas. Don't forget your cart quarter. And for good measure, one of our Harry Potter decorations from the 24 degree Halloween last night. Three bat-like chihuahuas formed a naturally on-brand costume. Hmm. I know where the nearest Aldi is. Uh, it's not far. Oh, really? Yeah, it's because uh, I remember seeing it. And I was like, well, "There's an Aldi. What are we, England? This, there's an Aldi out here, and there is." I see one in Inglewood, one in Panorama City, and one in Alhambra. Oh, and one in Burbank. There's one in Burbank. Yeah, that's not far from us. Um, interesting. I've never been. I've never been to that Aldi. Maybe I'll check it out. You should check it out. I should check it out. Okay. Speaking of Brookline, this is an email from Chris. Hey, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. My grandparents lived in Brookline, Massachusetts, and spent the summer in Rangeley, Maine. At hmm. both homes, all the guest beds were super, excuse me, were super old mattresses made of, I was told, nondescript horsehair. Was, was it comfortable? The bed was terribly uncomfortable. Oh, no. 
I remember the mattress sinking, leaving a me shape by morning. Don't know if it was because the beds were surely 30 years old, but yikes, it was not a restful night. So imagine my surprise when you said horsehair might be the bomb. Thanks for the laughs. Chris in North Carolina, forgive me for hating on hot dogs a few weeks ago. Not my thing. May I add other foods I can't deal with? Pickles, olives, and mostly hot dogs. Chris, I am with you on all of those things. I hate olives. I don't love pickles. I will eat a pickle occasionally, but I like I I I don't I don't like voluntarily pick them up and when they come with a sandwich, I never eat it. And I also don't love hot dogs. So I get you, Chris. Maybe it's our Brookline connection. Wild. This is wild. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Chris, for shattering Matt's horsehair dreams. I, I, I thought I thought there'd be more famous alumni from your school. Really? Yeah. Oh, how could we forget? Lou Schneider. Oh, that's right. <laughs> how could we? This Goldberg, is like very... The, the Goldberg's own. <laughs> Class of 79, Lou Schneider, Hollywood producer of Everybody Loves Raymond and American Dad. Doesn't even get a Goldberg's mention. Robert oh, Kraft. Sure, owner of the Patriots. Um, and that's, that's really, I mean, that's it, really. That you're gonna, you know, that you're gonna Sam recognize. Kennedy, president of the Red Sox, but David Zuckerman, 81st Lieutenant Governor of Vermont. Mm, exactly, no. nobody knows that. David no. Zuckerman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like he added himself to this list. Sure, I believe Lowell Catholic. I'm. There's two people, me and some in an Olympic rower. This is very male heavy. I have to say. I feel like you should be on there. I mean. I think I'm more well-known at this point than David Zuckerman, 81st Lieutenant Governor of Vermont. Not to, like, gas myself up or anything, but, like, come on. I mean, or Alan Treffler. Yeah, but he's a chess chess master. Pegasystems, Inc. (laughs) Wait, did you see Gabe Sapolsky, pro wrestling promoter? I did see that, and I'm like, I don't know who Gabe Sapolsky is. He currently, uh, he currently works at WWE, and he did. He was Heyman's assistant at ECW, co-founder, uh, head of talent raises Ring of Honor. Sure, yeah. Well, there you go. Wow, that is a thick. He wrote that. <laughs> oh, and the the winner of the nineteen thirteen U.S. Open. Well, that's pretty cool. What about Mike Dukakis and Kitty Dukakis? Yep, Mike and Kitty Dukakis. <laughs> All right, we're okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got us on this tangent. Wow, this is wait. He, this this guy is famous. This this guy who won the U.S. Open in 1913 because he was an am he was the amateur who won at the country club. Uh, so this is like a famous the, story. Was that the what, what movie did that turn into? I, I don't know. Is it the Legend of Bagger Vance? No. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. The greatest game ever played. That's he a, was shy, played by. He was played by Shia LaBeouf. It was oh. directed by Bill Paxton. Yeah, well, he's a Brookline High School graduate. The greatest game ever played. All right, guys, that's what we're gonna watch for next week. Everybody, watch it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, Brit. Now I'm going to read this email from Brit, but I'm just going to publicly say we, we do not endorse this, uh, plan. We're just the messengers here. (laughs) This is in response to the listener in Vancouver who had to wait to watch the last season of GBBO on the CBC. I'm in the Vancouver Burbs, and I watch the show on the Owning Network, Channel 4, Channel 4, that's channel number 4.com, using a VPN. I use NordVPN and have a two-year plan that works out to about $4.40 Canadian per month, so not too much. 
You have to sign up for Channel 4 to watch shows there, but there's no cost for membership. And unlike watching shows online on Global, Global or CTV, Canadian networks, you don't have to sign up with your cable provider. However, you do have to provide an address. I used a fish and chip shop in central London. Nice. I use a, a place in Cardiff. <laughs> and you have to say you have a TV license. Now I happily gloat as I watch the show four days before the USA. Added bonus, pretty well, all the British, New Zealand, and Australian networks are just as easy to join. I've been watching loads of overseas programming. I highly recommend the What We Do in the Shadows spinoff, Wellington Paranormal. Cheers, Brit in New Westminster, BC. Hmm. Again, we we do not uh, endorse VPNs, but we're just passing the information along. There you go. There you go. Did you know that he was a member of the Charles River Country Club in Newton Center? Who? Francis Wuyay? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. He won his second U.S. Amateur in 1931. <laughs> During the 20s, he lost several close matches to Bobby Jones. <laughs> wow. Okay. He played in the first eight Walker Cup teams. That's pretty cool. He became the first non-Britain elected captain of the Royal and Ancient Golf Club of St. Andrews. Wow. Pretty cool. Okay. Well. <laughs> what? Thank you. He d I mean, he, he does he does have an interesting life. His caddy, also his caddy was 10 years old. Yeah, that picture of him is adorable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, child labor, caddy. who cares? <laughs> I mean, how old was he when he won? He, like 18? No, he was 20. <laughs> hmm. All right, so a 10-year-old working for you? That's not bad. Yeah. Well, sure. he could have been he could have been stuck in the mills in Lowell, you know? No, well, that's true. That's true. All right. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Okay. Didn't mean for this episode to be so Brookline heavy. <laughs> or did you? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. I should send that. I should send that that All Star Game to Lou with that time code. I think he would think that was very funny. Oh, he would get a big kick out of that. My mouse is not working. That's why I'm like frantically trying to click things and I can't. Oh. Uh, okay. Can you I'm, play? This? I'm available now. Yes. Are you available to play this voicemail? Yes, I can do that. Great. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is kind of odd, but I think. I think Matt will really be here really be here for it. So I know you guys have a Patreon and you use that to uh get additional money, but have you ever thought of and then of course you have your ads that we can like click on and buy from. But Just I know click. a long time ago you guys had like sent out your Venmo name. But like have you like have you thought of other ways to monetize Matt and Dory's excellent adventure? So, for example... Hang on. I really was like, is she going to ask us to be prostitutes? <laughs> Where's this going? I can't wait. I'm here for it. She's oh right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I listen to you for free. And I, and I get a lot out of it, and I like you guys, and I listen to Dory and Kate for free, and I get a lot out of it. But, like, Dory and Matt, if you guys were like, hey, we have an Amazon list, you can buy us stuff from here. Or, <laughs> hey, here's sweet. our Venmo. You can Venmo us. Like, I'm not really, no offense, but, like, I'm not really interested in listening to more content on, <laughs> on Instagram. Not that I don't love you guys. I love it. I <laughs> We're the correct amount, currently. More yeah. Now, but, like, I'd totally buy you something from an Amazon list or Venmo you guys some money because you provide me a lot of, um, sanity and content and I have a really you know of course unhealthy parasocial social, what's that word yep. parasocial relationship with y'all anyway right so back at I you wanted to, to maybe encourage y'all to throw out your Venmo <laughs> make an Amazon list because I'm not interested in Patreon <laughs> I'd love to throw you out some money. Even just five bucks, you know? Like, I appreciate you, and I appreciate what you do, and and I see you, and I, I know you guys are going through a hard time, and I'm not rich by any means, but I can I can 
throw. You can some, swing you know, a, an Abe Lincoln our way. Just a little bit. So anyway, sorry for rambling. Very cute. Uh, you guys are great. Um, thanks for all you do. Bye bye. That was very sweet. That was very nice. That is very much. But that's I also so, really, so I pandering. really, I can't even do it. I, I really appreciate. Think. I really appreciate the honesty of like. I don't want more content from you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, look. Like, I appreciate that. We get it. It's not for everybody. You no, know? it's not. Um, but that's very sweet. I don't. What's that one? What's that cup of coffee one? What's that called? It might even oh. be called cup of coffee. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking coffee. about, right? I do. Yes. So a, lot, a lot of a lot of a lot of freelance writers have it in their byline. Yeah, buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Right, we should sign up for buy me a coffee, and then people could just buy us coffee. That's Would help actually, with my naps. That's a that's a good idea. It's not my idea, really. It's uh, it's our caller's idea. <laughs> um, all right. That I find is like the best way to like, you know, if you're consuming a lot of something of somebody and then you see they have that link and it's like, you know, oh, here's 10 bucks. Thanks. Thanks. I'm buying you a coffee. I mean, I can sign up right now with, <laughs> our, with our. Stay tuned. Let's we'll discuss next okay. week. Maybe we did it. Maybe we didn't. We'll find out. But thank you for the idea. And 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 I should say, I really appreciate that you are looking for a way to support us. That is very kind. Um, so thank you. Yes. I appreciate you appreciating our appreciations. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right. Well. I love, how, I love how she's like, I'm not listening to that Star Trek podcast either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she listens to forever 35 though I yeah i know that. but like she's like she's probably like saw a three-hour episode of star trek podcast talking about deep space nine and she's like no which i respect <laughs> all right um, what's next okay uh next is we thank we thank our patreon supporters <laughs> oh oh this is the end this is the end. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was I was like I was like the window was like behind everything. The win oh, I see. Okay. For my mouse debacle. Got it. Um all right. Believe. Well, you know, if if you want more of us, that is also available on Patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We will look into this buy me a coffee situation. Um yeah. If you'd rather buy us coffee than listen to us talk more. <laughs> if, you if you want to pay us to talk less, <laughs> that's also fine. <laughs> please stop. Uh, yeah, Here's please. $5. Here's, right. <laughs> Here's $5 to shut up. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Great. So $5 level above. Thank you. $25, get a fun fact. There's a few brave souls who are at that level. And I have facts. Oh, fun, he's got facts, everybody. Here's a fun thing. If you if you are a longtime listener, these these I'm I'm I've I've kept I'm keeping them all in the same document, so repeat people. I'm like weaving a tale about them. Oh, I love this. But you won't, you know, unless you're the person uh, or uh listening, you you won't know. Uh, cause they'll just sound like random facts. Uh, okay. So where were we? I was going to say to Lynn Weisinger, uh, pumpkin spice season is coming to a close and Lynn mm. pretends to be just as excited for peppermint, but she's not. Mm. Angie James has grown to hate the Rolling Stones song, Angie. Right. I imagine she probably <laughs> heard it a lot. I was like, I don't like the song anymore. Uh, Amanda Fujita reads books, like a lot of books. In fact, she's reading one right now, and she's done. Next book. That's that's what she's doing. She's listening and reading a book. Wow. Uh, Mary Jo was feeling adventurous and decided to walk her eight poodles counterclockwise around the pond. 
Oh. The dogs refused, so they just passed each other a few times. It's like she walked one way and the dogs walked. Mm. Uh, Jennifer HS had a uh, 1992 Toyota Celica in high school, and uh, she named it Angelica the Celica. Wow. The Kembles, in lieu of an RV trip to Gettysburg this summer, they have opted to explore the Pacific Northwest. Tune in next month to find out where they went. Uh, Carolyn Land occasionally gets Facebook messages from her old camp friends who have become independent boss women thanks to Herbalife. Carolyn, wow. she could have it too if she just needs to pay upfront for the product and then sell it to unsuspecting acquaintances at a steep loss. Uh, and only then will she be free. Wow. And independent and a boss lady. Okay. Well, now the regular you, weirdos. <laughs> okay. Thank you to the following supporters Britt S. Baker, Josephine W., Anonymous, Ariana Perry, Bethany, Bonnie L., Brittany Dyer, uh, Carol Balala McNamara, Catherine Field, Cecily Templeton, Christina, Christina Keller, Diane M. Martin, Elizabeth Motley, Emily F., Aaron Riley. Evelyn Schmevelin. Gretchen. Jenna Marie Nelson. Jennifer Austin. Jennifer Zayas. Kelly Davis. Luciana. Maria Baker. Mary Jo George. Uh, Melissa Bozeman. Mike. Nassim Kansari. Olivia Fahey. Adina L. Alicia. Don. Katie Allen. Lane and Kate Seppala. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Ronit Mazzoni. Sanctuary Moon. Sophia F. Uh, Amanda Fujita. I just did a... Oh, wait. Oh, Sorry, these are, I forgot, these are I forgot the... to take these people off. Yeah, these but we'll are... say them again. Amanda Fujita, Carolyn Land, Jennifer H.S., Mama Joe, the Kembles. Thank and you. And Tyler R. thinks Gloffs are Jamie Lee perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Gloffs are. Hmm. Me neither. I feel like it's a, well, I mean, only our Star Trek people fill in the name like that, so. And Jamie Lee Perfect is delightful way to describe something. Uh, all right. Thank you all very much. We will talk to you next week. So Bye. long.